Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, dudes and dudettes, to the Real Film Nerds Podcast, episode number 212, featuring the new Netflix original, Moxie. My name is Matt. I am one of your two hosts. The other one, naked as always, because I can see him on the Skypes, the mysterious, although not that mysterious to me, Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. Yeah, we're reviewing Moxie today. Matt, I know that you're excited to watch a teen drama movie. It says comedy, Mike, and there was no comedy in this comedy movie. There was some comedy, Matt. There was some light moments, but it was a fairly serious movie overall, yes. There was no fart jokes. There was no dick jokes. Nothing. I know it's not American Pie, Matt, but, you know, can't all have pies in movies. Well, maybe they should have had cornbread. I heard nice hot cornbread is just as well. Instead of cornbread. <laughs> all right. Well, Matt, I will trust you on that. <laughs> um, what are you saying, so, Matt? Mike, what are you saying? I have no experience with cornbread. Oh, okay. All right. I thought you were going to say something really bad. No, no, nothing. Anyway, Matt. Um, yes, Mike. <laughs> so what did you... <laughs> I'm just me off trying there. to screw you up on oh, purpose man. now. Yeah, you, you, you did screw me up. <laughs> Matt, uh, what, um, what are your initial impressions of this movie? Mike, it was a good movie. It was entertaining, but it is very serious, and it is definitely, definitely not for everyone. Yeah, I I um I like the um kind of punk rocker grown up mom in this movie. I thought that was kind of cool. Well, of course, Mike, because that's kind of our generation, but not. We came in right when punk was starting to go out, but we still listen to our fair share of punk bands. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But, uh, Matt, do you want me to go ahead and do the rundown on this? Well, Mike, you don't need to ask my permission. You can just do it. I know you're itching. So, Mike, here, I'll just do it properly. So, Mike, why don't you give us the rundown for the new Netflix original directed by Amy Holler, Moxie. Better? Oh, feel well, better? Yeah. No, no, I feel, I feel much better. Thank you, Matt, for you're that welcome. intro. And uh, as Matt said, this is directed by Amy Poehler. Uh, this is written by Jennifer Mathau, uh, Tamira Chesney, uh, Dylan Meyer. And this movie is starring Hadley Robinson, Lauren Sow, Alicia Pascal-Pena, uh, Sabrina Haskett, Patrick Schwarzenegger, and of course, Amy Poehler. And this movie is about uh, fed up with the sexist and toxic uh, status quo at her high school. A shy 16-year-old finds inspiration from her mother's rebellious past and anonymous, anonymously publishes a zine that sparks a school-wide coming-of-rage revolution. Now, now, Mike, is it a zine or is it a zine? Is I've it zine like magazine? I've always said zine, but I don't know. It's I think this is one of those instances like tomato, tomato. Um, oh, there's a word lately that I I hear people say differently a lot, and I, I'm trying to think of it. Mm, I can't think of it. Nah, kombucha. I can't think of it. <laughs> no, it's. No, I can't, I can't think of it. I'll probably think of it when we, I'm not trying to think of it. So Burritos. Shit, why am I talking about food? See, I do need to eat dinner, Mike. Yeah, yeah. You it sounds like you're a little bit hungry over there. First you went to zines, and then... So, so Matt, maybe you need to drink your uh, beverage faster. My beverage faster? I'm drinking it as fast as I can. It's a very large beverage, Mike. Are you, are you asking what I'm drinking already? That's fast. 
Oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'm no. just saying okay. you need to, to, to do it to quill your appetite, man. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. I apologize, <laughs> sir. Okay, so I'll get back on the movie. Mike Moxie, take a drink. Good, good. What, what, are, your, what are your impressions, Mike? You loved it? It's movie of the year? I like this movie quite a bit. I, th- I feel like it dealt with a lot of um, high school things like most high school type movies but this one was updated a little bit to uh handle kind of uh the new bullying and things um it wasn't i mean it touched on a lot of the stuff but the 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 bullying now is can be like cyber bullying and it can just kind of go on 24 7 which i think feel like is horrible uh I don't think it did that quite as much, but it did talk about, you know, bullies and different aspects of this movie and kind of how everybody around was just ignoring how uh, this particular individual was behaving because they were an important person on the sports team, which is, you know, very cliche, but it does really happen. Um, I was trying to think back of when we were in high school if there was any kind of any kind of drama quite I mean not like this movie and of course like like all teen movies Matt the dances and the things in this movie are like the most well-planned perfect parties ever like that one party that was at at, at that teen's house the the mascot guy had like professional level like you know, costume because it was like a costume party, wasn't it? Yeah, it was supposed to be like a wine party, and then they show up and then everyone's in costumes. I didn't quite understand that. Yeah, but it was like it was like really. I was like, no way were parties like that themed when uh, we were in high school. We were just happy to have a party, you know. Pretty much, yeah. But see, we got special treatment being in a small town in the middle of the desert where we could go out to the mountains and the desert to go party. And so we didn't have to wait for a house party. Now, when we had house parties, there was a lot more people. That's for damn sure. But we had our deserts and our spots. Well, that is, that is true, Matt. That is true. We, we had some frequent areas that we like to visit. But uh, I just, I don't know. Like when you see movies like this, they're trying to recount you know high school life or whatever and i see these like like a dance that has like amazing like theming and all that stuff i was like man when we were in school it's like they put up like a little bit of streamers and like threw up some dj lights and they're like here's a dance like there was no i'm pretty sure it's the exact same to this day because in reality mike the school districts don't have money for that crap, so they're not going to do it. I mean, come on. That's why we didn't have parties. I know. It's just weird to... Uh, I, I guess what I'm saying is the reality and what Hollywood show are completely different. I wish sometimes they would do it more what it was, what it really is like. You know, less, less production. Like, just have a room that has some music. And like, yeah. you know? Music, like old furniture... People running around naked, Mike. I'm going to start calling you Naked Mike. Naked Mike? Yeah. Instead Is of that like, a movie? Isn't that a movie? No, the Naked Mile, yeah, but not Naked Mike. Oh, I'm thinking of Magic Mike, but doesn't that include a Naked Mike? Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. So do you want to be Magic Naked Mike? We can be all three. No, no, no. Mysterious I, Magic I, Naked Mike. That's getting too <laughs> no. long. That's way too long. I can't, I don't want to type that out. Yeah, that's that's a lot of typing, Matt. That honestly, we're just gonna have to skip it. <laughs> okay, Mike. So let's see. We talked a little bit about the movie. We mostly talked about banter. I don't know. What are we talking about next, Mike? Um, I uh, I'm trying to think. So Zine or whatever, Matt. Or, or is it Zane? Let's go. How with would Z. you say it? Let's go with Zane. Mm-hmm. All right, because I feel like it's short for magazine, but it's not right. really a magazine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember when we were in high school, 
my cousin had a friend who made like a zine um but it wasn't it wasn't like for high school i think it was just for like the area and it was like to tell about like metal bands and stuff do you remember berserker oh yeah dude i remember berserker yeah but there the zines are not common for high schools as far as i know it was just kind of something the punk scene really brought on in the late 70s early 80s for getting the word of mouth out about punk shows and fight the man and you know reagan's the devil and all that kind of stuff you know (laughs) right right um okay yeah because it's like i don't ever remember anybody trying to do any of that stuff in our school like well mike we most of our fellow students weren't very motivated (laughs) i guess that's true i i I don't know. I I knew quite a few of different people who ran around in the different crowds, so I don't remember any of that stuff going on. But who knows? You know, maybe there was some stuff. It was kept very quiet. Yeah. Well, you know, you were popular, Mike, and if anybody knew, you would know because you're insanely popular. I was not popular. I just have. I was a floater, Matt. I floated around to different social groups. No, you were popular. I I I recall it differently, Matt. Oh, okay. What whatever makes you get down from your high horse, Mike? <clears throat> I don't have any high horse, man. I'm not on a horse. I'm 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 on I'm below ground. I'm in the basement. You're in the basement. Well, that explains the nudity then. <laughs> I, no, because it would be cold in the basement. Are you yelling to Mag's, you know, bathroom? Mag's bathroom. No, no, it's not like South Park, Matt, which somehow I knew you would work into this because they just came out with their vaccination special, and uh, it was pretty funny, but it wasn't as good as the pandemic special, if you ask me. Is it because the pandemic special had to do the whole time with weed and this didn't have any weed at all? It was mostly about Walgreens being the party spot now and everybody lining up to get in and they can't get in and all the old people are rocking out? No, I think it had to do with the the content of the pandemic special was just really funny with like all the different chin diapers and just making fun of like everything like the the social distancing Cartman with his six foot rod, six feet, six feet, mom, six feet, dude. All I, the I still want to get one of those. Like, yeah, yeah, all all the things that they did, like they nailed it. Like I feel like on all that stuff, so. Well, that's, I don't know. It was still good. It, I I still would rather have a full season of South Park back, but that's me. Not two one-hour specials. Is that all we're getting for this year? Do you know? They call this season 24, episode two. So I'm assuming that's probably it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe the, something else crazy will happen and they'll do like the no more vaccine special or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's true. Or maybe a, a, we'll have some kind of a zombie apocalypse and they'll do a zombie apocalypse special. I thought they might do a stimulus special. <laughs> that just, no, that could be bad. That could be real bad, Mike. <laughs> I know it could be bad. I can't wait. Imagine Cartman with all that money. Dude, they didn't even touch on the stimulus like at all in the vaccination special. I, I can understand why you were disappointed. I was a little disappointed. I felt like they missed some of the major news stuff, and they're usually so right on it. Well, okay, Mike. What else should we talk about Moxie, not South Park? <laughs> um, Matt, what did you think of the directing of this movie, considering it's from uh, Amy Poehler, who, who directed... Uh, this isn't her first movie she directed. She directed another one on Netflix called Wine Country, which was uh, more of a comedy. It was about uh, doing a um, bachelorette party for uh, one of her good friends, but after being laid off and stuff, and there's there's drama in it. But anyway, what did you think about the direction in this movie? Wait, so you watched that too? Yeah, oh yeah. And you're the one that's so busy. Man, I have time to just do stuff. <laughs> Remember, Matt? Remember we were talking earlier before the pod about how I get sleep, like seven, eight hours of sleep, and you're like, what's that? Relentless, Mike. You're relentless. 
just you get sleep you get vacations it's horrible how do you live with yourself well you know you just one foot in front of the other you take it step by step and just day by day you know you just you can't you can't look past you just got to get through this day and then the next day you work on that it's just it's all about baby steps matt i learned that from what about bob dude that's a good one that's a good one they've been having a lot of bill murray movies on the tv lately ghostbusters kingpin was on the other day some good stuff you know i mostly have it on his background noise but i love me some bill murray i still have to say one of my favorites is probably his serious role was uh, lost in translation that movie was amazing love that movie yeah, Lost in Chan- Translation was a wonderful movie, man. And it's starring your future ex-wife, ScarJo. Yeah, one of them, yeah. She's had a few ex-husbands. I'm just waiting until she gets to me. You know, I'm in the I'm in the queue, you know. Oh, that's that's right, man. I you're in the queue. Yeah. And maybe she'll listen to this podcast uh, when we review uh Black Widow if if it ever comes out and uh, you know, Maybe you'll get your opportunity. Yeah, she can leave Colin Joe's for me, and I'm fine with it. Yeah, that that that'd be fine. I mean, you know, he and I run in kind of the same circles, but I'm sure I won't run into him. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny uh, though. I had to do it. Yeah, no, that was good. That was good. I liked it, man. Okay, Mike. I think you should ask me a question now, because I think we're far enough in. And we should spoil this movie anyways. So, Matt, have you had enough of your thirst quencher to uh, hold back your hunger? Uh, I guess, what are you drinking? (sighs) Mike, no, I have not, because I've been very coy. With what I'm drinking, you can't tell yet, have you? You haven't seen my can? Well, Mike, I I don't have a beer koozie because I can't find one big enough to hold the oil can. Right there. Oh, nice, man. uh, The oil can. Yeah, yeah. Now, it looks like a normal beer in my giant hand, but for those of you who are not on Skype because it's just Mike and I, I am drinking a Foster's oil can. What are these, like? 32 ounces, 64 ounces, something like that. 32 ounces, and it's Australian for beer. Yeah. It's a, it's a monster. It's delightful. Nice, dude. Yeah, it's uh, I, I believe it's 32 ounces. 32 ounces to freedom, right, man? Yep. Yes, sir. 32 ounces of freedom. Yes, sir. All right, Michael. Go ahead. Unsheath your IPA. All right, man. So you are right. It's another IPA. It is. Uh, I, I believe I had this one last week as well. It is the New Belgian Wild Ride 30th Anniversary Amber IPA. Yeah, yes. But you didn't have that much of a long title for it, but you did say it was an Amber IPA. I remember that. Nice, nice. Yeah. So this is from New Belgian. They're in Colorado. Your future home. Perhaps, perhaps, man. That would be sweet. I could actually come and visit. That would be awesome. Okay. Dude, you can come visit now, man. It's just it's just uh, a lot further. Yeah, I don't want the COVID. <sighs> oh, man. It's fine. Everyone has COVID. It costs monies because it's so far. Oh, that's true. It does cost monies. Well, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of specials on the airplanes. I don't know. I don't know why vaccination specials no i feel like it's just uh please fly on us before we go out of business specials yeah yeah i can see that i can see that okay mike so now it's time for my special my special question Ooh, mike how does moxie which is real easy relate to the marvel cinematic universe Wait, wait, it's really easy? Yes, the I shouldn't have phrased it that way. That was kind of stupid. This Marvel Cinematic Universe tie-in is extremely easy. 
Dude, I actually, I don't think I have the right tie-in then. Uh, yeah, clearly you don't if you didn't see it the instant he walked on scene. I don't I don't think I did. Who 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 did I miss? Um so Matt, who is our MCU tie-in? Cuz I I have a different person, I'm sure of it. I I will tell you mine if you tell me yours first. Wow. <laughs> this is this is getting risqué here, Michael. Okay, so um Mike, Amy Poehler's character's boyfriend is Clark Gregg. Who is from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Avengers. He's literally the reason the original Avengers formed a team together and fought. Oh, yeah. Uh, I totally didn't even notice that, Matt. And uh, I don't know why. I guess I had my blinders on. So, my tie-in for the, for the movie is uh, a makeup artist, uh, Jessica Anderson Crocker. Uh, worked on this movie and also worked on Iron Man from 2008. Well, well, Mike, um, Clark Gregg was Phil Coulson in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers. And he's in the movie. He didn't just do makeup, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, giving yeah, you crap. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, rub it in. It's fine. It's fine. I totally... Dude, I don't even know why. I totally blanked on that you one. You did. You did. This one was really easy. I was like, oh, Mike finally gets an easy one after a while, and you find, like, the makeup artist. Oh, well, it's fine. You still accomplished your goal, Mike. So there are two people. That Probably more. Yes. You know? <laughs> there probably are more. And, uh, yeah. Well, anyway. Matt, I guess we're in spoiler territory. Um, what would you like to spoil about this movie? Dude, there's lots of things we can spoil. I mean, there's a huge spoiler at the end that, you know, was predictable. I guess this is a good way of putting it, but it got, it made it get very emotional. Uh, this is a very emotional movie. I didn't say it before now because I didn't want to spoil it, but it, it's very emotional. There's lots of ups and downs, but mostly downs in this movie. Lots of there's a, bullying, yeah, ups and downs, yeah, yeah, lots of bullying. But there's some cute like romantic scenes and stuff, like the the coffin scene. That was weird, dude. That and was, fun. you know, I have a I have a bone to pick with that, ladies. If you are a 15 or 16 year old girl, and a young man or an old man, hopefully a young man, takes you to a funeral parlor for your first date, run. That's not a good sign. That's not a good sign at all. He's already sizing you up. <laughs> I guess that's one way to look at it, man. I don't know. I thought it was just you're trying to impress, and I don't know. He, that's all he knew about. I, I don't know. Um, my. I mean, that's a pretty my, horrible first date, Mike. <laughs> um, my... My uh, my wife said that I was the Seth character in high school. I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe. Like Seth character. Which one was the Seth character? The skater that's, guy. That's, yeah, yeah, the skater guy. Fuck that, no, the guy you were that, not that, that, that guy in high school. <sighs> no. <laughs> we tried to get you okay. to skate with us, and you wouldn't even do it. Your mom wouldn't let Dude, you. I wasn't allowed to skate. Right. You're gonna hurt yourself, so you can't even skate with us. Yeah, skater die, and I died. <laughs> no, you didn't die. You just walked <laughs> off. Yeah. No, you were not. The, you were not the Seth character. I'm sorry. All right. Well, she's trying to be like, which character were you in this movie? I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, Mike. It's burst. <laughs> the bitch fell off. Uh, you were probably um, uh, Mr. Davies. Mr. Davies. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Uh, that was funny when they, they were filming. He's like, I'm not going to buy. And he just like, like left the class. I like that. I thought that was funny. 
Yeah. He's like, I can't say anything. Anything I say, I'm out. Well, it, it, it was very poignant that he can't uh, join or oppose. And that's kind of the world we live in now. It's not even just a statement on the school, but it's like, you're not allowed to have an opinion on anything now or else you're wrong. Be it for or against whatever it is. Well, you're wrong, Matt. I know. That's why I do a podcast. Okay, because I'm All wrong. Right. Well, as long as you know, as as long as you know, I do know, Mike. I do know. So no, it was it was very poignant. That that part was very poignant. The 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 principal not listening was like, gosh, man, that was just ridiculous. Yeah, that was a whole nother level of, uh, what am I trying to think of? The administration turning a blind eye. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. Like willful ignorance? I don't know. Like, I guess it's probably like some of those things that we've read, read about in headlines about the sports ball players or not, not sports, well, like coaches and different people who end up getting in trouble and like everyone knew and they just like let it go. And you're like, what? It's very bad. It's very bad. Um, I don't want to bring up that stuff. Anyway. Okay, don't. I did bring it up, so so it's too 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 late, and I'm not going to bring it up anymore. You're pumping the brakes, Mike. Pumping the brakes. Pumping the brakes. Yeah, but you're not supposed to pump brakes anymore, because they're all ABS, and they do it for you now. Ah, yes. Never mind. I'm, I'm holding the brakes with a solid foot. Yes. Okay. I like it. That works. But, um, yeah, go. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It's 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 interesting a lot of the different commentary they had in this movie like the the club and um suspensions and all kinds of different things. It was it was interesting how a lot of that stuff was addressed or not addressed. And so uh I, I think it it was a very emotional movie though. Like there's just so much things going on and I guess high school it does have quite a bit of drama, but it's like, man, this was on a different level, I think. Yeah, no. It was it was on a whole nother level of drama and craziness and what the boys specifically in the school were getting away with. Or yeah, maybe like, one boy specifically. I don't know though, a couple of the other ones were pretty horrible, but one in particular was really bad. Well, like that um, that list that the uh, I get, the the football players essentially came out with, kind of reminded me of how a certain book of face got started. It's very reminiscent of that ranking your fellow students. Yes. Yeah, ranking your fellow students, and then. Uh, kind of turned into the social network. I mean, I guess if you've seen that movie, The Social Network, it kind of talks about how some of the origins of that, uh, the Facebook kind of started out like that. So Yeah, but that's also a cliche for teenage teenager movies because they've done that in a couple others that were like that where they made lists of ranking different people for different things. Some positive, some negative. This one seemed like it was mostly negative, though. Yeah, and I'm not sure how. Oh, I guess never mind. With Twitter and stuff, it's like once it was released, like everyone in the school like looked down at their phone. I was like, man. Well, I was just wondering <laughs> if it was like a mass text, you know, like someone had a text bot, because it seemed to me it came off as a text, not like a social media post. And maybe they could have, but it seems uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the. How the, the the kids communicate these days, I feel like it's through all kinds of different medium. Because um, anything that becomes popular, they get off of and go to something else. Like so, well, Mike, I'm not sure what... You will always know better than I. Why is that, Matt? Because you will have to deal with it in, what, probably seven or eight short years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Depends when you get little your little son there, uh, his first smartphone. Or does he already have one? I think we talked about that before. He has one, doesn't he? Yeah, no. No, no. Our plan, I think, is, uh, let's see. Um, 
now this is only my plan. This isn't our plan. I, I think there might be some uh, pushback from the other side. But I, I feel like he should get his tablet at 2 and then his first phone at 5. Um, and in between there, get a watch. Mike, I thought you already got a phone on him. Don't you tape it to him? So if he gets loose, you can track him down with Find My iPhone. <sighs> I did think about putting like a giant pocket on there in the back. And then, but you have to put like a gorilla case on it because, you know, if he falls on his back or whatever. Um, yeah. But no, I haven't done it yet. But that, that would, that would work. It's like the size of his back. So it would be like a back brace kind of. Well, my question is, is if he falls on his back with the iPhone, would it be like the turtle effect? Like he couldn't flip himself over because the phone's like weighing him down? Uh, perhaps, perhaps, depending on what age he is. Uh, right now he's, uh, crawling all over the place and just about ready to walk. So, um, it wouldn't stop him at all, but, um, he might be trying to reach for it the whole time. Like he definitely, Matt, when he reaches out, his index finger is like, like, like E.T. And he's just like trying to like like move the screen and stuff like he's 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 like so he's already there all right you're in trouble mike you're in trouble next thing you know he's going to be ordering porn <sighs> yeah or a pizza or a pizza that, <laughs> a pizza would be a good fallout that, that i'd be all right with that so okay mike so moxie good movie right. bad movie should everybody go watch it it was a good movie um, like you said, it's a little bit sad, uh, ups and downs, probably leaning more toward the sad side. Uh, but it was good. It, it is a high school movie. It's high school, I don't know, cliches and things. It's just high school stuff, but with a more up-to-date, relevant um, topic areas with with the bullying and and different media that's used and all that stuff so um i don't know i i would say go watch this um yeah i'd say go watch it mike does this movie make you feel old oh yeah that's one thing yeah yeah uh i'm feeling a little bit older uh also one thing i did like about this movie is most of the actors at least to me appeared to be closer to actual high school age than than a lot of movies that we see. Yeah, they're not a bunch of 30-year-olds dressed up like they're in high school. Yeah, like, I mean, I did love me some Saved by the Bell, but those were some 25-year-old <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. people playing, playing young uh, high schoolers. You, you know one that trumped me up until they, uh, uh, that made me feel old? That trumped me up until she did something about it when she walks into the classroom and there's this big thing on the wall with all these pockets and i'm like what the hell is that and then she sticks her phone in it i'm like uh (laughs) we didn't have to deal with that (laughs) oh phones yeah no that's a that's a whole different level uh especially in high school man like what 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 do you think goes on with the smart devices and stuff even if your phone is off if you have a watch or whatever you could still text or do all kinds of things man i feel like it's just it's probably incredibly distracting for the teachers i'm pretty sure mike that if we had the smartphone technology when we were in high school that at least me and you and possibly about five or six of our other close friends in our group would be serving lifelong sentences at the federal penitentiary. But that's just me, you know? Because when you start doing stuff and then you document it, oh, that's bad. That's that's what they refer to in the business as evidence. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's a good thing that we didn't have these documenting devices, this evidence, as you say. Um... You know, one thing I, I would love to say, though, to, to our teachers when we were growing up was, you know how they always told us we'd never have a calculator in our pocket? I want to tell them, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. At all times. There's calculators everywhere. At all times. It's ridiculous. 
Yes. I just, I, you know how they always said that. And it's like now you can even ask, you can ask Siri or Alexa or Google Assistant or anybody. They'll do your math for you. You're like, what's one plus three? And it's like, it tells you eight. Yep. Mike, you nailed it. Nailed it. This is why you're an engineer. Yeah. Yeah. I am so smart. SMRT. Okay, Mike. So speaking of smarts, how many reels? Smat, I'm going to give this movie three and a half reels. Well, all right. Maybe the coin is starting to flip. Or maybe you still are just really, really soft for becoming a papa. Because I also give Amy Poehler's boxy three and a half reels. Nice, Matt. When, when I told you this movie, you're like, what the heck is this? I remember. So did you, you liked it. It was good. It was good. It was a little too emotional. But yes, I did enjoy it. But like I said, but like with most movies, I keep saying this is honestly, it's not for everyone. Like would I tell my mom to watch this movie? No, she wouldn't understand it. I mean, she would understand it, but she wouldn't appreciate it at the level that we would and things like that. It might be a little bit over her head, you know, because her high school years were dramatically different than even ours. So... I could see your point about this movie uh, being generational. Matt, you, you could see your nephews watching this movie and totally understanding it, but um, I, I get the point. I, I, don't, I don't think my parents would enjoy this movie as well. I don't know if my nephews would enjoy this movie. I think Michael might because he's younger and he's in college and he probably endures a lot of this crap, but I don't know how much, you know, COVID, not to talk COVID again, but COVID is totally upended society including schooling things are completely different now but I, I don't know maybe michael would enjoy this i don't think marcus would but marcus isn't much of a, a movie person to begin with but you know i don't i don't mean to say and just say a cop out that this movie isn't for everyone but that's kind of across the board with most movies unless you get to like cool like huge earth-shattering kind of films like stuff like silence of the lambs you know that's an incredible film um oh gosh what's a what's another really good one that like everybody has to see something like um i mean I, jaws huh jaws jaws yeah everybody should watch jaws i 100% agree with that uh star wars you know i think everybody should watch star wars at least once i this isn't one of those movies you know this is not like you have to see it kind of thing it's for a select not a select audience but it, it's some people will really get a lot out of it and some people will get nothing out of it. And so that's why I say things like that. Whereas when, like when we said Jaws, I mean, five reels, everybody should really see Jaws at least once. Absolutely. Everybody should. Okay, Mike. It's a very good movie. So talking about movies, finally in the podcast <laughs> at the end, we're talking about movies. <laughs> um, Woo. So it's my pick next week. And I picked, the genre that seems to not die and they keep making movies in this genre, which I'm fine with. I enjoy it. Sometimes they're done really well. Sometimes they're done really bad. Next week, Mike, we're going to watch the Hulu original. It was originally supposed to come out in the theaters, but Hulu bought it and re is released it on their service. It is called Boss Level, starring Frank Grillo and Mel Gibson. It is another one of these, what we like to call the Groundhog Day, Happy Death Day kind of films that they're stuck in the same day over and over and over again, dying until they can figure something out. Yeah, man. Like uh, one of the um, sci-fi movies that I love that kind of did this was the Live, Die, Repeat uh, movie with um, uh, Tom Cruise and um, oh, girl. I'm trying to think of her Emily name. Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily Blunt, and I love that movie. I thought that movie was awesome. I really, really so, enjoyed that movie as well. But I never thought of it in the vein of like the Groundhog Day thing. But I guess it does because it is the same day over and over until he figures out how to get through. Yeah, oh yeah, it's it's like a Groundhog Day type movie, but in sci-fi, and done really well. Like you don't see the same thing over and over. You just see like little pieces, and you get the idea. It's, it was done well. Right. Exactly. I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed that, but we'll see. Uh, this, I think, is getting decent reviews. 
I, you know, for we haven't talked about this in a while, but Mike and I do not try to read or watch any reviews before we watch a film. It's a little more difficult nowadays since we don't go to the theaters much since they're not letting out many films in the theaters. So a lot of our streaming stuff, hopefully don't run across reviews, but this one came out on March 5th. It's the 17th. So, you know, I've stayed away, but I think it looks fun. It's a kind of a special forces, hardcore action, probably more in the vein of edge of tomorrow, groundhog day style, live, die, repeat film. Yeah, yeah, I meant to say. So the movie is Edge of Tomorrow in America, and I guess everywhere else it was Live, Die, Repeat. So the cover of the movie, when you buy it now, still says Live, Die, Repeat. It's confusing. They they like rebranded the movie. They changed the title of the movie after they released it, is what they did. It seems odd. Do you think there was some sort of... I mean, there must have been some reasoning. They, they wouldn't just do that. I feel like that cost them a lot of money. It was something to do with um, people were getting it confused with the other movie that was out at a similar time that had the word, the title Tomorrow in it, but it wasn't Edge of Tomorrow. It was the Jake Gyllenhaal movie with the ice and the, the earth froze over. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that called? I don't remember. It wasn't called Edge of the Tomorrow, but it was... It was similar. It was called Something Tomorrow, yeah. It yeah. was similar it, enough, it did have and t- they made the choice to change it because they wanted dif- to differentiate it from that film. Ah, okay. All right. I think that movie had some really giant CGI wolves in it, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, that movie was okay. I, I wouldn't say it was great. It was okay. It's called The Day After Tomorrow. There you go. See, Mike Mike with his phone in his hand, sometimes it does work and pay off with him being distracted. Go iPhone. Oh, yes. Woo. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Matt, what, what, what are you thinking we do? Um, well, I guess we'll talk about that. What? After or next week. But Well, I told you next week. You got to decide for the week after. But you know, I think there's a new movie that's coming out very soon, but I don't think it'll be out. There's a there's a new movie on HBO that looks like right up our alley. HBO HBO Max, Max. that's coming out on the thirtieth, the thirty first, thirty first. Is think. it the thirty first? See, because with, then with, that's with eleven. That's the day we have to do the pond, though, because this one will be the twenty fourth. I mean, not this one. Um, boss level will be the twenty fourth. Oh yeah, Are you dude. Googling? No, I'm just looking. Yeah, thirty first, I think, is when it comes Damn out. It, that sucks. If it was the thirtieth, that would be great. Well, then I'll pick it. Cause okay, Mike, go ahead. Tell people what movie it is. Uh Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, or Kong versus Godzilla. I don't. I'm not sure which I, way the titles. Yeah, one one way well. or the other. Yeah. So that comes out on the thirty first of this month on HBO Max. So we'll do that one the first week. Of April. It'll be April 7th for that one. So, and I'll pick it. And then, so then you'll have to pick a different one for the week after next. Okay, man. Um, you know, one thing we, we didn't talk about at all was the Oscars. Oh, <laughs> uh, hell, they're still they, doing those things? They just had the, uh, they, well, they had the announcements of oh, the nominees crap, you're on right. Monday. I didn't even pay yeah, attention. Dude. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, I worked so too much. I forgot to bring it up, dude. I forgot to bring it up. I totally, I was in it on Monday. Totally forgot. So, um, I might try and do one of those movies that we haven't reviewed already. We've reviewed uh, several of the movies. What's the What's the um, movie of the years? Uh, be- be- best Picture nominees. Yeah. Um, Nomad lands in there. Um, to be expected. This one called M- M- Mon- Monk or Monksk. It's like oh, Mank, um, Dave Mank. That's yeah, that's it. on Netflix. The, the, yeah, that's uh, about David, the making. Yeah, the David Fincher. Yeah, that's about the making of um, great. Of course, I'm spacing on the on the name of the film. Uh, Rosebud, uh, Citizen Kane. That's about the making of Citizen Kane. So, so that one, and then um, the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Man, I I don't remember all of them, but um, One Night in Miami. I haven't watched that yet. I watched the trial of the Sh- I watched the trial of the Chicago Seven. It was pretty good. 
Yeah. So, um, so it's yeah, it's Nomadland, The Trial of Chicago, Promising Young Woman, Mank. Uh, it's a movie called The Father. Oh, oh, the the one that you were talking I about, really dude, was Anthony that. Hopkins. Yeah, I really want to uh, see that. Judas and the Black Messiah, which is on HBO Max. Not anymore. It's gone now. Yeah, oh, I man. made sure to I watch I it. Watched I think it. the last day it was on was uh, this week. Yeah. Oh, I should have watched it. Oops. Not to get too sidetracked since we're finally talking about movies, but that was a perfect companion piece to the Chicago 7. Ah, because it's okay. about the Black Panthers in Chicago at the same time uh, the party leader that was assassinated during that trial mm. or murdered okay. or whatever. He was basically killed by cops. And then um, there's uh, Minari. Yes, I want to see that, but I think we'd have to pay to rent that. That's supposed to be really and good. And then Sound of Metal, Matt. Oh, yeah. We saw that that guy. So, so, that was a good one. So we reviewed um, Nomadland and uh, Sound of Metal, and uh, we need to get on these other ones. So, uh, I'll probably do one of those, man. Um, maybe, maybe Mank or um, the Trial of Chicago Seven, but we'll we'll figure out something. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good, Mike. Sounds good. Well, um, sir, we've gone over a lot of time. Do, do you have? And of course, we finally start talking movies, and we go over. But, uh, uh, Michael, uh, anything else you would like to add to our podcast for our listeners? No, no, no. I'm sorry that we brought the Oscars at the end there. But anyway, um, we brought it up. Uh, so I, I guess with that, I will uh, thank everybody for listening and uh, make sure to to catch as many movies as you can via streaming or possibly the theater. I know more theaters are starting to open up in like uh, New York and L.A., so I'm sure... Uh, people in those areas are thrilled. Um, I wish they would release a couple movies now. But um, anyway, um, depending on your situation and the COVID and the vaccine and all that stuff, you know, try and watch some good movies. Um, and we'll be here to keep reviewing them for you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Matt Henshaw, how's it going? It's going wonderful. How are you doing, Miss Lisa Live and Local? I'm doing great. I think that's the first time you've ever said it was going wonderfully. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've said it a couple other times just to throw you off. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. How you doing? You have a good weekend? Yeah, it was all right. I just worked. It was a very, very busy weekend. Yeah. So, you know, you know how that is. I know. Well, no, but I know what busy weekends look like. Yes, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Now, tell me, did you catch the movie Moxie? Yes, I did. I watched it on Netflix. It is uh, one of the new ones out there, directed by uh, and kind of co-starring Amy Poehler from Saturday Night Live fame and Tina Fey Hanging Out fame. Yes, and what'd you think? It's supposed to be a comedy drama, and I would say it's definitely 100% a drama. It is very poignant and serious, and there's sprinkled little bits of comedy here and there. Okay. But it is it is a very, very serious feminist-type film. Your kind of movie, Maddie. It was, it was pretty good. I was actually it? did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it's it's very emotional, especially towards the end of the film. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I did enjoy it. So it's well, basically good. about a very shy young uh, student that uh, the boys are abusing a lot of the younger girls that are in the school uh, emotionally and physically, and she creates design a zine, which not a lot of people know what a zine is anymore. No, what is it? And does it completely completely anonymously a zine was pretty popular when i was probably in high school uh it's basically kind of like a a newsletter or a newspaper made by students with uh their cut out trimmings from other uh products like publishing products and put together to create like a story or news or whatever in it and it was 
really popular specifically in the 80s during like the punk generation. Right. Okay. I know what you're talking about. I didn't know that had a name, but now I do. And so she publishes this anonymous zine and uh, basically called out Mm -hmm. sexism at her school. And then what happened? They start forming a group, and uh, the a bunch of the girls start getting better, and then things just start going, you know, things start changing in the school, even though the administration is turning a blind eye, basically not doing anything about it. And it finally comes to a head at the end of the film with uh, every single female student walking out of school. Wow. Okay. Very powerful, it sounds like. It, it is. It's it's very powerful. It's very emotional. It's um. It's a good watch. Uh, You know, it's not like most of the movies I see. It's not for everybody, (laughs) but I do think it's a a very good watch, and I enjoyed it. Is it going to win awards? Is it going to be earth-shattering? No, but it's definitely well worth a watch. Okay, yeah, and I mean, with Amy Poehler directing it, you would just expect it to be a comedy, so good for her for branching out a little. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and she, they do have a fair share of comedy here and there. Uh, Amy Poehler specifically plays the Shy Girl's uh, mom, mm-hmm. who, how she got inspired to do the zine was that her mom was a punk, punk rock rebel when she was in high school in the 80s. Nice. Okay, well, how many reels so, are you going to give it? I, I give it three and a half. Three I, and I half. think it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Okay, well, you're right there with most of the um, critics. It looks like Rotten Tomatoes is at 67%. IMDb 6.7, Metacritic 54%, but then it does say 88% of Google users like the movie. So you'd be right there with them. That's how it always goes, though. The actual user users or uh, viewership versus the critics almost always love it more mm-hmm. than the critics. Okay. Almost always. All right. Very good. What are we going to look at next for next week? Well, next week, there's a brand new film on Hulu that came out. It was either this week or last week. It's called Boss Level. It's uh, it's very much inspired by films like Happy Death Day and Groundhog Day. But this is a action film, special forces, uh, you know, has to acquire something before he can continue. It's the same day over and over and over again. And it stars uh, Frank Grillo and Mel Gibson, of all people. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Mel Gibson. Okay, very good. We'll look forward to hearing what you thought about that movie. Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast. Thanks for checking in with me this morning. Always, Lisa. Always a blast to chat with you about film. Aw, thanks.